0: Welcome to Living Life as a Visual Thinker. I'm Betty Fetter, and I want to share what it means to be a visual thinker. We'll find out how it affects us at school and on the job, and we'll share success stories from visual thinkers young and old. Hi, thanks for joining me today. You know, today I wanted to um, respond. I, you know, I love parents are watching uh, our videos on the blog, BettyFetter.com, and we're talking about ADD, visual learners, you know, problems with reading, writing, you know, all kinds of things like that, and and I love it. I'm getting lots of response, and, you know, I was going to write back to a couple of parents specifically, and then, you know, I decided instead I thought this would be an interesting conversation to kind of share some of this through the podcast, because I bet there's a there's more than one of us that are having these kinds of experiences. So <clears throat> today, I wanted to read one of the emails that I got from a parent. This is Shelly. And I want to share that email with you and then kind of share what I would was going to write back to Shelly and and just kind of expand on some of these thoughts. And this is specifically about ADD and visual learners. So as I said, I recently posted a video on, you know, if your child is being considered, you know, do they have, you know, you hear from the classroom teacher, this happens a lot when first and second grade, I think your kid might be ADD. And there's that moment of panic because it's attention, deficit, disorder, and nobody wants to think their kid has a deficit or a disorder. And I don't know, when I always heard that phrase, I just heard medicine, drug them, you know, whatever. And oh my gosh, I I just didn't want to go there. And I didn't like the label, everything else. So the more I have read and learned about visual learners, the exact same things that people, the way we describe somebody with ADD or ADHD are the same descriptors we would use to describe a visual learner. Well, if we know somebody is a visual learner, that's a positive thing. There's a good thing in here. It's not a deficit. It's not a disorder. There's just, it, it, it makes such a difference in how you're looking at a child or you're looking at an adult. Am I a visual learner who's a big picture thinker and I'm, you know, I just... I'm full of ideas. My mind is racing. I'm kinda of like in Lego, that Lego movie, you know, I'm on cloud cuckoo land. I got a few too many things going on in my head all the time. And yeah, I need to learn to manage that. And I need to learn to slow down and organizing and um well that's a lot different than your kid can't focus and they have a disorder. So I so I have a video, you know, and if you go on our channel and our YouTube um, the BettyFetter.com YouTube channel, but I also have some write-ups, but this is a, an answer back from Shelley, who had seen the video, so let me share what she said. I recently watched your video about ADD or visual learners. This video couldn't have come at a better time. My oldest son is in first grade, and I met with his teachers this week to discuss his issues with focusing in school. Now, this is early October. When you described a visual learner, it felt as if you were speaking right to me about my son. He is very bright, can follow a 1,000-piece Lego instruction manual with no problems. His artistic abilities are pretty amazing to us, but at school, he seems to get stuck and out of focus. So it seems while at school... His academic abilities aren't being completely reached at times. His teachers are wonderful about offering visual checklists for him and extra visual adaptations. From your suggestions, I see that we need to get our home life more organized. Our routine is pretty good, but could be improved for sure. Thank you, Shelley. Well, first I'd say, Shelley. Thank you, and thanks for your um, watching and for your feedback. And, you know, this is a very common, common dynamic for visual learners. And, you know, again, you see them at home, and this is a pretty impressive child that a thousand piece Lego instruction manual and all this artistic ability. And I'm betting this little guy is always thinking and making things up and you know he's he's got a pretty active mind and I bet he's really curious really bright and a lot of what happens when they kids get into the classroom is you know our classrooms are about the learning through the left side of our mind and it's about left brain thinking and left brain ways of learning. So first I'd say, wow, are you blessed that his teachers are offering visual checklists for him? That is great. And there's a lot of places that don't do that and that they're adding, they're giving him extra visual adaptations. You know, it's, uh, most schools don't really recognize as someone, a visual learner. They're just thinking, you know, he's ADD or, so this is really a plus and you're, and, you know, good for you and that you appreciate it and that you see this is a good thing. Now, what I would encourage you, anybody, if you're in this situation, try and notice what subjects he's having a hard time with or, or you're your son or your daughter could be having a hard time with it for this. So, if they have this, if they're being considered ADD or they're visual or they're having a hard time academically in these early years, usually it's about reading, you know, because they may not have that speed. When reading is a very left brain task, and remember, visual learners are all about the right side of their brain reading is very sequential. You have to start at the sentence. You have to work your way through the sentence to understand what it means. The same with a paragraph, a book, everything, but it's very sequential. It's a one word at a time. Well, your visual kids are used to, I see a picture, I just understand. I just know things. And it's visual thinking is very fast, very all at once, very detailed, very, just instantaneous kind of thing. So when it comes time to read, it's like, oh my God, this is so slow and it's laborious. They may not have as much familiarity with the words. You know, they don't have the vocabulary, even phonics. These kids do not learn that well with phonics. And so, you know, reading can become laborious. For some kids it's not, but, you know, it might be. The other subject that they often struggle with is writing. So whether it's, you know, they say, take out your journal and write what you did yesterday. Well, a visual kid kind of thinks of these, there's 73,000 things they did yesterday or just everything pops in their head all at once. And to be able to pick that one thing or to get it down to two sentences can be really overwhelming. And even, they might not even get to that part. They just start thinking about everything they did yesterday, and their kind of mind is off. Like, whoa, that was fun. And then, I, you know, we call it at our house, bunny trail, bunny trail, come back. And um, so, it's all possible, but it takes some training, but just an understanding. <clears throat> There's also part of writing, like writing stories, <clears throat> or writing for a test. Again. It's slow. It's laborious. It's so different than drawing a picture. So just knowing that may be one of the areas. And the other one is math. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, for math, I think a lot of problems with younger kids in math are they don't always have that imagery that they need to hold on to memorizing those basic facts and information. So then as they do more and more calculations or complex things, they just don't always have the foundation that they need. And they're very conceptual thinkers compared to the um, worksheets, 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 you know, the drills or they hate time tests, you know, those kinds of things. So so anyway, those may be the r- reading, handwriting, or and writing, like journal writing, writing a paper or a sentence, and math are usually the subjects that the ADD or the, the frustration can show up in with visual kids, and they may get kind of distracted or check out. But overall, they certainly need to learn how to focus, and as Shelley mentioned, there's things you can do. So what kind of visual things can you do at home to support their learning? But how many ways can you organize your home and and routines and and things like that? So again, we talk about that on the blog and in the video. So BettyFetter.com. But I just want to encourage you also, if, if your school is offering you help or they have some kind of program where they will evaluate your kids, even for ADD. So they'll, they say, You know, I have to say when this came up with our grandson and they said, you know, can we do this evaluation? In my mind, doing that evaluation immediately meant they want to medicate my kid or my grandson. And I just really put up a lot of walls about it. But I love it. The teacher said, it's not about medication. It's they, that's, you know... That's a whole thing. And you know what? There are some times and some people who may feel like that is the last resort, but there's about a thousand steps before ever coming to something like that. And what can happen is, since some schools, they have no language for that you have a visual kid. The only language they have, you know, there's certain things on that checklist and ADD is one of them. So we may understand that it's because he's a visual learner. But to the school, they're just saying, how are we going to get this kid some help in paying attention? And what is great about it is they have most schools, and it's going to vary district to district, but there are certain classroom accommodations or learning plans that they'll put in place that could help your visual learner but they'll call it because of ADD. So, you know, things like maybe they have a helper with them at certain kinds of tests that help them stay on track or stay focused. They may change the time frames on testing or give them more time. But, you know, there's several different things that can happen. So whether or not it's that right thing, I don't know, that's, you know, you have to go through that process, but just don't shut it off and don't just assume that ADD means medication. Again, there's so many things that we can do with visual learners that can help, There's and those are going to help kids that, what somebody else might call ADD, but there's so many ways to support them and to help them develop that focus and that time on task, and, but, you know, if... So stay open to researching. Check our blog for what those are. If your school is offering some other sort, find out. Just be open to the research and to the looking and, and to what else you can do to to help them make this transition to be able to focus more. So again, thank you, Shelly. Thanks for writing and thanks for everybody who is in that place of recognizing who their child is in that. School system, and what can we do to help them be more successful in the classroom? So, check out the blog, bettyfetter.com, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you.